ready. But are you ready yet? I'm sitting here oh, giving you shit. I didn't even have the mic out. <laughs> Nothing. I just started. I was literally just start ready to start talking. Okay, here we go. Hey, 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 hey! It's Matt Helbert. It's going to stick. Hashtag. No, it's going to stink. Matt Helbert life. Matt Albert life. What's our new What's hashtags? Uh, people need to know. It's is it? It's not hashtag Matt Albert. Hashtag relative run readiness. Are we going with hashtag R three? Is don't that go with too R3. cool for us? No, no, no. Don't R three means something else. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know what that means. So let's. Uh, well, we'll move on if uh, I, if this is a family show. Um, we're also doing hashtag Pandola project. That's another good one. So yeah, if you want to share the show with people, hashtag it, baby, because you know you liked the last show. We talked about that before. If you liked it, share it. You know, uh, like it. You, you know, know like it. Wait, like it. Wait. You know, R three hashtag R three is. Oh, is this? Can we say it on the radio? We can. No, it's just a motorcycle. Oh. It's the Yamaha R three. Oh. Hashtag R three. Oh. I mean we could try and steal it from Yamaha, but So yeah, but I was going to talk a little bit more about what I think about as I'm trying to go fast or <laughs> as I'm trying to What you think about? Yeah, what, what are you do you thinking think about? about? What do you think about when you run? And I'm 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 being serious. I think about myself as being an antelope, okay, or a gazelle. Seriously, because <laughs> My lover leaps like a gazelle. No, what? because <laughs> because they're very efficient, Chad. Uh -huh. They they have very good economy. They do. They really. There's actually um, a whole book about how economical um, antelopes are when they run, and I believe it, it's called "Run Like an Antelope." I'd hmm. have to look it up, but I read it several years ago and I loved it. I read it a couple times. You would think I'd remember the name of the book, but I, I believe it's, um, it's, it's, um, run like an antelope, something like that. Okay. Now you're don't, looking. don't walk like an Egyptian. Don't, <laughs> Right. Okay. So what do you think about when, when you run? I uh, was talking to Gwen, uh, Gwen Jorgensen yesterday, and she thinks about sometimes she said when she's um, digging down deep, sometimes she thinks about herself as a cheetah. What do you think of yourself as, Chad? Oh, probably a scared little mouse running away from a cat. Okay. Well, I... <laughs> I can't tell you what to think, but... You're not I, the thought police. Hey, I just want to interject here. Run Like an Antelope is actually a song by Fish. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't know that, but what I wanted to focus on was a just a, actually a text I got this morning yep. from Annie Fuller. So, Annie, thank you. The impressive Annie Fully, Fuller. The what? Impressive. She's impressive. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She's she runs definitely like... A gazelle, a cheetah, all of those fast things. Not like a scared little mouse. That's not, I'm sorry. That's not a good one. Um, I'm telling you what animal you are. <laughs> but uh, Annie asked me, what do I define as overload or how would I define overload? I think she's actually taking a phys class and they're talking about that right now. So um, Annie herself, she ran a 434 mile on an indoor track, I believe. Um, in college. So 
fast little cheetah. Uh, well, actually, she's she's not so little. She's she's lean and mean and strong and long and all those good things. In fact, um, yesterday, just one more little tidbit here. Bobby McGee said to me that we need to get strong to go long. I thought, man, that's man. a good one, and it does. It does relate to the topic here of progressive overload. Yeah, let's get to this. Let's get to it, baby. So how are we progressing? Where do we want to be? Because really the definition of progression is where we are now versus where we want to be. Okay, so first of all, we've talked before about how people will say, um, I want to do your program or I want to do a program, but I need to get in shape first. Right, 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 right. And a lot of times they um, they get derailed in that process. Now maybe they do get a little bit over excite, overly excited or aggressive. They're doing too much too soon. So that's a lot of times people think about overload as being too much too soon. Like oh, I overloaded, and that is part of what can happen. But that's basically. Um, that is more about overtraining and there's a difference. So with progressive overload, we think about that as being a little bit of overreaching and we do that consistently. So think about climbing a ladder. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where I'm at now, and let's, let's say that I've been training for, um, you know, a few months and I've gotten past like some of the basics. So I'm a few, I'm up, the ladder a few rungs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I can I can start to see my goals a little bit closer, but I'm still a year away or so, or maybe six months away, something like that. So I'm still what we'd call a macro cycle away. In other words, though, I still have plenty of time to make progress. It doesn't need to happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. okay? And I always encourage people to really look at where they are now and really understand that by testing themselves, giving themselves a good assessment, a self-evaluation. Now, in that initial assessment, if if they haven't been doing any running at all, I might give a 15-minute power walk test. How, how far can you walk in 15 minutes? Rather than giving them run a mile as fast as you can and they've never run a mile before. You sure. Know? That would be too much too soon versus the power walk test, I think would be a, a much safer way to see where they're at and kind of test themselves a little bit more towards that threshold, but without all the impact, for example, right? Right, right. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways to go about that, right? But when we talk about just ex- reaching for that next rung, that's the latter scenario I like to think of here because if you're always just going for that next rung, then that's probably within 10% of your current capacity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you don't skip rungs. I mean, that's the thing. If you skip a rung, you could miss the, rung, the next rung and you could fall right? That is the... Dang, that's a good analogy. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sometimes I come up with good ones. And so that's that's the, um, that's the analogy I, I try to think of. So as we are progressively, uh, progressively overloading, which means that we are just slightly overreaching, right? Or slightly reaching past our current level, then we can start to accumulate 
this capacity over time. Now we are higher up on the ladder. Now we're halfway. Okay, so in other words, we're obviously getting closer, but we have a bigger base. So as we climb the rungs, that base under us, we're not further away from the ground. Okay, we are actually just on a bigger base now. That's so, the kind of way I think of it. So, okay, great analogy. Love it. Beautiful picture. How does this actually play out in somebody's running plan or strength training plan? Yeah, so... We could talk about too much too soon and running first, and then I think we'll give a strength analogy, right? Sure, sure. So for, for running, as I already mentioned, you might go from your power walk test, and then you start to get in maybe a minute or two or three of running, depending on where you're at, of course, and a minute of walking. So you take that fractionalized approach. Mm -hmm. And you're going for, say, 20 to 30 minutes total, okay? So out of that, oh boy, I have to do quick math again. If you start with 20 minutes and you're doing a minute on of running and a minute of walking, that's 10 minutes of running. Yeah, baby. Yeah, just right on the fly. Um, and no so that uh, that is humbling, I know, to start off with, say, half walking, half running. And I think that we get excited. A lot of times I hear somebody talking about how they get, they, they really just want to get going and they want to get to yeah. that goal. And they also may be thinking about, I don't know, how many calories they're burning, mm -hmm. right? And that's the wrong way to think about it. I say, if, if we're going to do this right, let's get fit to run. Let's not try to run to get fit. There's a right. difference. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So now we can talk about with that progress, that overload. Let, let's say now we've built up to 30 minutes of running at one minute of running, one minute of walking. So 15, so 15 minutes of running yeah. in that 30 minutes. Yeah. Now I think it's better to start to look at, can we go for some more continuous efforts? So you work towards say nine minutes of running, one minute of walking, and you do that for three sets, right? So that would be still 30 minutes. And then eventually you go to maybe four sets, five sets, six sets. So you end up going to an hour and you don't have to be all at nine one. Let's say that you are even fractionalizing it uh, differently depending on the course you're on. You could be going three one to approximately nine one. And so that's a way to build up that um, capacity a little bit more. And at the same time, maybe doing some longer hikes on the weekends where you're enjoying the mountains, enjoying the hiking, all of that is great. And at the same time, you're increasing your capacity, but much more, uh, much safer way, I think, to do it without all of the impact. But especially if you're, say, going up with a little bit more rooty and rocky and you have some mountains to hike, you're providing some really good stress, but incrementally, and it's something you can manage. And so that's something that I would do for, say, the long day. Now, eventually, you can skip ahead to where you start to bring in some strides into your running. So you start to increase some of the demands and the, the stress on, say, your Achilles and your plantar fasciae and your feet. But you've already been introducing that stress by the, doing the power walking, of course, the fractionalized running, and even 
the um, hiking up in the mountains, maybe starting off where you're just hiking around the park and then getting more complex in the trails until finally you're up in the more technical areas, things like that. So it's more proprioception, et cetera. Then when you start to get into doing some strides, some hill repeats, then some track work, you've built up that capacity, especially with something like plantar fasciitis. So um, that's an occurrence that usually happens too much too soon with speed work, for example, right? That's very, very preventable. It's just about, usually it's about that person doing too much too soon. So if you follow a, a system or a rhythm like that, then you're going to give yourself more incremental progress. So work plus rest equals success, but we have to get the right amount of work in. Now on the strength side of things, that um, just in the mountains and and doing hill repeats and things like this, that is strength in itself. Yeah, obviously. it sure is. All running is essentially strength for the, especially for the, the legs, right? But knowing that, geez, I think um, between the foot, ankle, and the leg itself, you're talking about um, the majority of running injuries will come from those areas. And like I said, oftentimes very preventable. Now, in the gym, it would be the same uh, same thing to build up those capacities. And that's where I suggest you listen to our reps in reserve and rate of perceived effort podcast where yep. we explain how you can work towards your capacities without overdoing it. So you can match up your rate of perceived effort to what is your actual reps in reserve. In other words, we are focused more on relative strength progressively. And that's something that we don't want to do to failure every day, just like we don't want to run to failure every day. So, And you're not targeting a certain number of reps and you're not targeting a certain weight or whatever. It's based on you and your body. That's, that's, that's correct. Yeah. And so that, you know, that incremental progress is something that I believe very strongly in. I want to say that if you are dealing with injuries throughout the year because you went a little bit too much too soon versus being able to be consistent and playing the patience game, I call it, and just allowing those incremental improvements to come without pushing for it. Because, you know, uh, let's say that you're running 40 miles a week and then you read that the the magic number is 70 miles a week to, to get maximum results for your running, right? And a lot of people do think of 70 miles, by the way, as being kind of that magic number. Again, there's no courage in defeated mechanics, Bobby McGee. If you're running on defeated mechanics, how well is that serving your overall running economy and capacity? And how much likely, more likely are you to get injured? So if you, if you miss less days because you are able to be more consistent, in other words, because you're not injured, because you're not burnt out, because you're not sick, you're not overly fatigued, then you're going to have better progress by the end of the year. I, mm -hmm. I guarantee you, I've for 20 years now, I've seen this cycle happen, and I've seen the athletes that have come out the other side, and I've seen the athletes, unfortunately, who haven't. And some of the athletes who, who haven't, their desire was so great, they got in their own way. Yeah, for sure.
Well, folks, you know, if you like what we're talking about uh, here on this podcast, please share it. Please like it. Please write a review. And, uh, you know, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube at Pendola Project. And uh, if you want to check us out and check out our online strength training for runners, our relative run readiness uh, online strength training, you can find us at PendolaProject.com. And uh, sign up for that stuff. You get two weeks free for that and do your initial assessment, self-assessment. Yes, that is correct. And Annie, I'm sure you're listening. You will get a copy of Go Gwen Go for your question. So thanks so much for posing that question to me. And I will get that book. Well, actually, Chad is the the brains behind the brawn. <clears throat> and so Chad will get this off I'm, to you. This I'm book the brains is, and also the brawn. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, you are starting <laughs> to get closer to me in the training. So I've got to step it up. I've got to progressively Progressive. overload, but I, I, I can't overtrain. I, nope. I have to just keep reaching for the next rung to stay one rung ahead of you. That's right. Because that's what's most important in my life right now. And that's now. what's relative. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's relative. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next time.